Hi, Matt Fiddler here from Very Bad Words. First of all, thanks to everyone who has listened to the show this season so far, sent us emails, voicemails, Facebook posts, and tweets. We love hearing your feedback. It inspires us to continue to make the best show we can. These communiques have been giving us new ideas to explore for new episodes as well. And I say explore new episodes because not every episode we start gets finished. Like this one inspired by an Irish friend of mine named JP. I love the word fuck. I use it in every day. I use it almost every sentence. For fuck's sake. <laughs> but I use I do I use it all the time, but I use it as more of a uh, mm, sometimes, and sometimes I mean it as literally fuck, this is bad, or sometimes it's fuck, this is okay. At the time I recorded this with JP, I was in the middle of the episode about the banning and unbanning of James Joyce's Ulysses, and I thought, what's up with the Irish and their use of bad words? I mean, I like to describe JP's use of the word fuck like how a valley girl likes to use the word like. And JP has told me about his young nephew whose first word was actually cunt. I saw a video of it. It was an Irish nephew back in his hometown in Northern Ireland and people thought it was hilarious. And I thought of Irish movies like The Commitments, what they swear so much. And I even found out there's a Kevin Smith movie called Jay and Silent Bob Get Irish, The Swearin' of the Green. I swear I'm not making that up. But still, I thought, there has to be something about this Irish and swearing thing. And after long talks with JP about his childhood growing up in Northern Ireland, I thought, maybe it's because of the Gaelic influence on their dialect and the whole English occupation, which lasted hundreds of years and they forced the English language on the Irish. So perhaps part of the reason why the Irish swear so much it's like a little jab at the English in their stuffy, puritanical ways. We're not going to conform to your Queen's English BS. I mean, hating on the English, from what I understand, is an official Irish pastime. And I've always heard that Gaelic was this lyrical language, so maybe this verbal riffing just comes naturally because of the Gaelic influence or something. So I searched out an expert who I thought might be able to help me along with this research. Yeah, it's, just, it's the idea that um, in Ireland... And I found this guy named Chris McGinn, who teaches Irish studies at Fordham University in New York City. In terms of swearing, again, you know, yes, Irish people have this reputation for swearing a lot. Um, I don't think there's any direct answer to that question. But I had my theory. So I asked him to talk about the Irish people's relationship with the English language. And he had me back up to the ancient language of Gaelic. The Gaelic language, as we would say, the Irish language, that is still um, alive. It is a minority language. It is recognized by the European Union. Um, it is the official language of Ireland. And that language isn't dead. It's still very much alive. So it has, I think, caused Irish people to, who are all in fluent English speakers as well, to have a sense of not quite belonging in the English world, but also not entirely belonging in this ancient Gaelic world either, this ancient language that has been spoken nonstop in Ireland for the last 2,500 years or nearly 3,000 years. And the English that the Irish speak, that my friend JP speaks, is called Hiberno-English. Hiberno-English would be the dialect of the English language that is spoken in Ireland and has been spoken in Ireland, um, you know, going back several centuries. <laughs> And in Hiberno-English, they sometimes do have words that don't exist in the British English, or American English for that matter, or in Gaelic. And this includes swear words. 
was the most common one in Hiberno English now that you would only ever really hear in Ireland um, is instead of saying the F word, you would say feck. Feck is in kind of like a halfway house. So if you're in kind of mixed company, the F word still has a still has a fairly heavy connotation, you know. Um, so if you kind of wanted to, to modify that somewhat <laughs> in a mixed company, you feck is better than saying, you know, the full on uh, for that kind of way. And JP has told me about Feck before, but Feck is just regional dialect. And those regional dialects are common wherever you go. So after talking to Chris for over an hour about this, I did learn a lot and I enjoyed my time talking to him. Really interesting, nice guy. But I couldn't really get him to recognize my premise that the Irish swear more than other people. Nevertheless, try to get him to explain why. And this is about as close as I got him to concede to any of these points. It's more acceptable in an Irish context to use curse words, I think, at the risk of sounding, uh, uh, or at the risk of making an argument with absolutely no evidence, or purely anecdotal evidence, and then in an English setting or in an American setting as well. So I got him to admit, at the very least, that it's a stereotype that Irish people swear a lot. And right when he said that with no evidence or pure anecdotal evidence thing, like, yikes, am I going to start doing shows on ethnic stereotypes now? This is kind of a slippery slope to be going down. So I dropped the concept altogether. So I told you that story so I could tell you this. These shows that we do on Very Bad Words are complex and time-consuming to put together, and we really appreciate your help with your feedback, from suggesting topics to suggesting experts that we should talk to, to telling your own personal stories that illustrates a point about swearing. Thank you for your past and future feedback. We're working on next season's Very Bad Words right now, and we're starting to look into some listener ideas that have been suggested by, well, here's one that's been suggested by a few different people, including a woman named Selena, who suggested we cover the word fat when she wrote me an email saying, among other things, the unfortunate thing is that it seems to still be acceptable to discriminate against fat people. And even the subtleness of our words really emphasizes our culture's fat-shaming ways. Calling a fat person in a bikini, brave. Telling a skinny girl to just eat a burger. Telling your friend that they are not fat when they actually kind of are. Thank you, Selena, for that email. And another listener called and left a voicemail to me because he was interested in slurs and pointed out the work of one professor, Kathy Herbert, who I should contact as an expert interview. And she has done extensive work on slurs. And interestingly, she has a recent paper that shows that pernicious, pernicious slurs can cause significant psychological damage even when they're being talked about um, as linguistic objects, not just when they're being used explicitly as slurs. So talking about slurs can cause damage as well as using slurs. Which reminded me of a Facebook message that I got from a listener named Maddie regarding the episode on uh, faggot. He was disappointed in the episode and said, among other things, I would stray away from words that make you personally uncomfortable. Now, I thought about this comment for a while, but I realized I do want to cover words that make me and my listeners uncomfortable. It's a bit of the point of the show. You know, we're looking for why are some words bad and make us feel bad. After all, these are just words, right? So what would you like to hear me cover for next season? And I'd really love to hear your swearing stories, especially if it changed your mind or attitude about a word or swearing in general. 
Visit our Facebook page, our Twitter feed, which is at Dirty Wordscast, or send me a voicemail, 331-BAD-WORD, to let me know. Thanks again for all your help, feedback, and support. We will be back with a few mini-episodes featuring short stories and featuring your listener feedback in a couple of weeks, and I will keep you up to date on the progress of the next season. Thanks a lot. Bye. Fuck, this is okay.